Welcome, welcome everyone to the Simon Dad podcast, the place where science and conspiracy collide. Absolutely pleasure to have you. It's episode 25. A uh, couple of bits and pieces I want to go over first before we kick off. Uh, first off, a massive thank you to everyone who subscribes on the YouTube channel. It's just past 5,000 subscribers. Yay! Um, so thank you. If you don't know what that is, please check out on YouTube. Um, it's uh, the Simon Dan podcast on YouTube. So what I do is I upload clips and, and full episodes on YouTube uh, of the podcast on a Monday. The full episode comes out. So do check that out. Um, also as well, um, th- this episode tonight is going to be the last episode in this current stretch. Then we're going to have about a five or six week break, uh, get a few bits and pieces together, and then we're going to kick off again uh, after that. So, right, without further ado, let's crack on. My law co-host is once again with us, the man who was once arrested for being too cool. It's Cats. Welcome, mate. How, how the devil are you, mate? You okay? I'm good. I'm good. And we should have your new intro by the time we come back as well. So... Excited for that. I'm gonna miss I'm gonna miss that one though. It rocks, you know, like well, every week it just We, we can know. keep that one if you want. It's uh yeah, I think I think it should always be there, you know. Okay. When we want something to to really kind of like epitomize what I'm all about, yeah. you know, manly, tough, yeah, uh like rocks up that 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 jingle there, does okay. it? Okay, we'll we'll play it every now and again then to ground you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh anyway, how you doing, mate? Good week? Yeah, very good week. Very busy, but uh but but very, very good. Yeah, yeah. yourself. Yeah, not too bad. Um, so uh, we uh, we chat about this, didn't we? I think what we do, if if you're up for it, is when we come back. Uh, so when we had a little break and we come back, the first week, let's record live on a Sunday night, uh, and then we'll release the podcast the next Wednesday, in, like the normal podcast. But we'll record live on YouTube. What do you think? Should we do that? Yeah, for, for a one-off for the first one back. Up definitely that. up for that and cool. you know what we've had a really good run of being able to record the podcast in one go without having to stop and edit we have so you know when we do the live one it's yeah. all going to go wrong yeah no but pressure we'll no pressure for the guests tonight but I think I, I fluffed it once so I didn't record I wasn't recording though technically that's not a fluff up because we recorded and then it was fine uh, and then there was a couple where we messed up wasn't there was, was Jim Elkley the episode did we have to do something there yeah, possibly. possibly but we, not many but he wasn't very no, he was he was awful, awful. Don't work with him. No, I'm joking, of course. Uh, right, okay. This week we've got two great guests. First up, we've got a former Christian who now looks at science denying Christians and their claims. Does some great work on YouTube and has even guest created for yours truly. It's Paul Logia. Welcome. How you doing? Do I pronounce that right? In the UK, my pronunciation is slightly different. Wait, there's a there's a, sp- a special pronunciation in the UK of a word that I made up. Okay, is that what you're telling That's me? That's what I'm telling you. Yeah. Okay. That, how how would you how would you say that, cats? How would so you? So I say apologia. Apologia. How would you say it, cats? Uh, apologia. Apologia. Yeah. It must be a UK so, uh, thing. All right. Yeah. Well, that's how uh, a lot of apologists say it. So now I will, I guess I'll attribute that to their Britishness as opposed, yeah, as opposed I would. to any I maliciousness. Would. Uh, apologia. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it how you would like it done. So all right. Apologia. We'll go with that. Anyway, how you doing? You all right? I'm doing well. Yeah, it's it's uh, midday here, so it's very bright. Uh, we've had our day. We've had our day already. Yeah. Um, right, you sit there for a second. We've got another great guest as well, another prominent atheist in the YouTube community. She loves a conversation about all manners of things. It's Shannon Q. Welcome, and thanks for joining us. How are you doing? I'm very, very happy to be here. I'm very excited that you invited us. Thank you for having oh, no, me. I'm welcome. doing great. And just to check, I did pronounce Shannon correctly, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's Irish, so I, can't I, get, I think yeah. that you guys over there probably have that down, right? Yeah, I can't get. Well, you say that, but no. Uh, I've. Uh, have you, do you know how Siobhan is spelt? S i b h o a n. Oh yeah, it's all sorts of. You know, I can't. I don't, I was, I, Cats is closer to Ireland than I am, aren't you, Cats? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm virtually a leprechaun, mate. I'm yeah. that close. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost as far away as possible as you could be in the UK from Ireland, where I am. So, oh. Well, um, you still nailed it, so good job. Yes. Right, Despite okay. all of that working against you, you got it. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, thank you. Keep picking me up. Right, okay. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, welcome. Thanks very much for joining us, guys. So let's let's start with um, Paul Agia. That's right, isn't it? I've got it. Paul Agia. You can, yeah, yeah, and you could go with Paul yeah. for the Paul. sake okay. of the show. That, let's that do works. Paul. Let's do Paul. Good yeah. Stuff. So Paul, um, can you just quickly run through your experiences of leaving? Because you were religious, weren't you? Before I was. Yeah, yeah. I was could a you, Christian could... for many decades. Can you run and, through uh, how you went about leaving that? How did it come about? Oddly enough, it was through, I was working with, uh, I was creating a graphic novel at the time. Okay. I owned a comic book publishing company at the time. And this particular story had to have dinosaurs in it. Now, I spent my entire life believing that dinosaurs were, you know, 6,000 years old, created on day five, lived with man. The Flintstones could have been true. That's all. In my head, that was all the way things were. Okay. But this wasn't this book wasn't meant for a Christian audience. It was meant for a general audience. So I'm like, well, I better throw some bones about science in my head, right? To secular people. And so I started looking up some dinosaur facts that I could sprinkle in. And weirdly, it seemed rather compelling and kind of against the authority structure of believing things that I had had. So I kind of filed that away in my head and it came around that basically I, I needed to go address that because it created enough cognitive dissonance for me that like, oh, I should find out what the good answers are to these questions. Yeah. So I went and I bought all of Ken Ham's books. And I read those. And it didn't take long for me to realize that, okay, these answers are garbage. I don't know what the right answers are. But even though I believe them, these aren't very good. So that sent me on a whole trail of discovery of first figuring out that evolution was indeed true and the, the universe was indeed old. Uh, then... This whole separate discussion was, well, what does that mean for my Bible belief? What sure. does that mean for, you know, how I address Jesus and original sin and all that kind of thing? And that was a whole separate track. But the first thing was uh, dragging me out of young earth creationism, which I know seems a little silly. And that was only five years ago. So. Wow. Okay. Because that's, yeah. that's very similar to Mr. Kent Hovind's view, isn't it? With the dinosaur living with man and stuff like yes that. i would say that i would have you know five years ago or six years ago i would have affirmed everything that kent hovind yeah. and so you'd uh, have been big enough kent said. on youtube wouldn't you? i absolutely yeah. would have like if if i'd have been aware of the ken ham bill nye debate i'd have been cheering for ken yeah 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 that's that's really what it really i'll tell you what does interest me and cats is probably quite similar to me um it it almost seems to be like in the states and canada and australia and places like that it seems to be that being religious is ingrained in your growing up. Um, however, over here, cats, would you say that's very much not the case, typically? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've 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 worked in a whole variety of schools, and I've even worked in what you'd class as a very religious school. And even in that very religious school, it takes such a backseat. Yeah, uh, you know the religion. It's it's it doesn't define uh doesn't define your, your your personality or your lifestyle at all here does it it's, it's really minimal yeah so so my question is uh paul do, do you think that 
if this wasn't such an ingrained part of uh, society in these countries that, that you wouldn't have so many people who are of the opinion of Kent Hovind and people like that? Yeah, obviously, I think that's that's true. If you weren't being taught from a from childhood, you wouldn't hold these beliefs. And and if, I think that's a fact that, it, as you say, they think it's part of your eternal soul. So it's incredibly important. Um, but the other part of it is it leads to, and maybe we'll get to it later, it leads to a cascade of science denial that is actually a far bigger problem. Yeah. Because they need to deny, they need to undermine science in all these areas because they really fear that if you don't believe in Noah's flood that you'll go to hell. Yeah. So it's this weird tail wagging the dog on what they accept and what they don't okay. that is uh, a huge problem and obviously one that I felt was important enough to have a whole YouTube channel dedicated to. Definitely, so. definitely. Do you think that the um, that problem is getting better as time goes by? I do. I watch the stats very carefully okay. about, for example, the percentage of people who think that the earth is old, for example. Uh, you know, here in... And I don't want to say that Canada and the U.S. are homogenous because they're very much not. Sure. Where Shannon lives in Canada and where I live currently in Canada, very different attitudes. But yeah. in the specific evangelical belt that I am in, you know, it, it used to be that 70% of people believed in a young earth and that slipped down or rejected evolution, let me put it that way. Yeah. And that's now down to below 50%. Now that seems weird, right? That 38% of my province yeah. denies evolution. But that's a massive improvement. Okay, <laughs> so okay. we're going in the right direction. Yeah, definitely. I'm not sure what the. T I think the last time I checked over here, forty percent of the, of that population was non-religious. I think I think that was rough. But we've just recently had another census, so I imagine that to hopefully uh, become higher. Uh, that, right. that so and of course, I, I just want to emphasize that of course, um, many great Christians except evolution like those aren't synonymous absolutely things, yeah so. absolutely yeah important yeah. to know, important to know that um yeah. shannon shannon um i hope I, it's fair to say that you love a disagreement don't you i do um yeah what is <laughs> masochistically what, so yeah <laughs> what are some of the more interesting topics that you like to discuss with people oh my favorite topics to discuss are probably morality and the soul oh, those good are one. my two favorite things to have uh, a dialogue about just because they're so interesting i just talked to alex malpass actually yesterday about the kalam which was interesting i'm i'm less into conversations about philosophy yeah because my background's in psychology and specifically neuroscience neuroanatomy and cognition uh, okay. uh, and perception so i love to talk about where that interacts the most because that was a huge part of my deconversion right um so I talk a lot about morality and the soul. Nice. But I'll like, talk about just about anything. Yeah, yeah, I bet, I bet. Um, <laughs> it, so it, the with the morality thing, it always mm. staggers me that um, we have to continually explain how you don't need a religion or a god to be moral. Why aren't Why aren't religious people not understanding that? Why are they not understanding that that's the case? That, that's going to vary person to person. I think it depends. I've had people have multiple different perspectives that I've had conversations with about it. Some people just really believe that you need this sort of prescriptive mandate in order for people to adhere to a moral system. Yeah. And if you don't have that prescriptive mandate, then it's scary to them. Basically, like if it's up to us, that's terrifying. I don't like that. So I don't want it. So that can't be the, that can't be it. Yeah. 
but in my perspective, it's, well, I think it is up to us and whether we want that or not, we should address it so that we can go about it the best way conceivably possible. And saying that it is just a prescription is going to hinder us from doing that and be, you know, a downfall to society. If we're just accepting directives blindly because yeah. we see them as something that was given to us that we must adhere to without formulating better justifications, then we're kind of doomed to to make some pretty horrible errors and not improve our moral systems. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, it, sometimes though, I don't know how you guys feel, but I, I am slightly offended sometimes that that someone could think that I can't be moral because I'm not oh, yeah. religious. Does that They'll make sense? They'll backtrack that though. Some of them will backtrack that. They'll say, well, obviously you are, but that's because yeah. God wrote it on your heart, Dan. Ah, I see. God wrote I it on your heart, ah, Dan. He, got, he got you anyway. Didn't he know He got that. you anyway. Yeah. Did, did, you didn't know, but he no. did. He got you. He got you anyway. And you're so, just borrowing Christianity's moral system to begin with, because even, ah, if, even if you have it, I see. it's because yeah. you borrowed it. Clever. It's not because you have thoughts yeah. in your head and you can yeah, decide what's a, right and wrong. That's a clever argument. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. No, it's not. Lots of ways to refute both of those, but yeah, that's what yeah, you get. Yeah, sure. Um, so, but I mean, both of you are you're, you're really you're really good uh, communicators in this community for, in terms of, of the atheist community. Um, how important do you think it is that there are creators like you out there that push back against these religious beliefs? Because a lot of people uh, are probably not even aware that they could uh, push back, are they? Well, I think it's important to have really good creators. I'm not sure it's important to have creators like me. <laughs> maybe, maybe the two of us are enough. But uh, this is a situation where there's a lot of stuff that needs to be normalized. Yeah. Not just the not just putting forth arguments, but there's just a lot of needing to be the 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 atheist you know down the street who isn't a jerk, or maybe who is a jerk and makes you think because they are a jerk. Like I think. There's every flavor of communication style needed. Uh, you, you need, you need. Uh, sometimes you need to be slapped in the face. Sometimes you need to have your hand held to to get out of these things, or sometimes a combination. So, yeah, I think just speaking for myself, uh, I do everything I can to encourage new creators to be on these platforms because it is one good way yes. to uh, normalize what we're all trying to put forth. And Shannon, I don't know what you. Uh, I, th I think I'd echo that. We need a diversity of voices using a diversity of methodologies for communication coming from a diversity of perspectives so that everybody can see representation and everybody responds to a different type of communication tactic. Everybody is looking for something different in a community, especially people who are currently deconstructing. Yeah. But there's, there's lots of people who aren't even atheists I'd say yet or aren't atheists at all maybe they never will be but they're going through this process of deconstructing faith and previously there wasn't a lot of people who are atheists are a little bit afraid to go I'm an atheist because yeah. most of the people that go I'm an atheist are kind of assholes like publicly relish in their assholery and they don't want to be affiliated with that so the more people that come out and are just you know normal people engaging in respectful dialogue or even sometimes a little bit of caustic dialogue the the more people are going to see a little bit of themselves and not be afraid that that label is something that they shouldn't take on because they fear reprisal for owning it because they'll see more representation in that it's okay yeah yeah i, I mean th th this is the this is the thing that um that, that i think about it 
I mean, I know, I 100% know atheists who are knobheads. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. No one's ever, no one's ever. Can confirm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but we don't, like, atheists don't really, it's not really like, uh, like you say with the labels, they don't live their life as a, like, in atheism, do they? They don't say, oh, I'm an atheist. This is everything I do. Everything I do is atheistic. Whereas mm -hmm. it's slightly different with the religious people, isn't it? It's kind of really part of them and it, it drives everything. If some, someone, talks to me about who I am and, and, and what I like and things like that. I won't say I'm an atheist, but if the topic comes up, then I'll say, oh yeah, yeah, I'm an atheist. So it's- See, I totally do. I totally do say I'm an atheist. I uh, used to not, but now I do. Because straight I in want... there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like if somebody asks something about me or if somebody is starting to talk about something religious or, you know, asking me about holidays and things like that, whenever there's an organic opportunity, I say, oh, well, I'm an atheist. Yeah. And I just let it sit. Because people, I think, need to stop. Like you wouldn't hesitate to say, this is the church I go to. Why should I have no, to hesitate right. to say I'm an atheist, right? Yeah, and the more people that are willing to do that, the less likely it's going to be that somebody who is deconverting and having a hard time um, is going to have the fear. The more likely they're going to know that they can find a community with somebody to talk to, the more likely they'll feel as though, oh, okay, I'm not, it's not, it, being an atheist isn't like being those knobheads. Being an atheist is just like being a person, only you believe a different thing. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, right? absolutely. Spot on. Um, I had a, an interesting conversation with someone on Instagram uh, the other day who messaged me and I don't often check Instagram and I, I don't have time to respond to all the messages, but it really piqued my interest. He said he was a uh, theist agnostic or an ag agnostic theist. Interesting. Um, okay. And I, I really struggled to kind of, I didn't want to offend him or anything like that, but I struggled to understand where he was coming from because I was trying to explain if, if you're, if you're an agnostic, you surely you can't lean one way. You can't, I mean, is there, I know people sometimes refer to themselves as agnostic atheists, mm -hmm. but right. so that's, that's a scale that, uh, is been popularized by Matt Dillahunty and others yeah. um, based on the idea that knowledge is on one axis, what you know and what you believe, uh, you know, can be measured differently. Okay. And so you can say, uh, you know, that I, I very, I very solidly affirm this with this, with, uh, with certainty and knowledge. Um, whereas the, so if someone, I, I would interpret someone saying they're an agnostic theist, meaning, they they lean that way, but they're they're not completely convinced. Okay, I don't know, Shannon. Would you view that differently? Yeah, probably. It's a, like the first way to get around that, I think, would be to just to ask them, like, "What do you mean by that?" That's usually what I do in those because I hate. I, if there's anything I hate, it's a semantic definitional argument about what it means to be an atheist or an agnostic because people get so bogged down in that and go round and round and round and act yeah. like jerks to each other about yeah. it. It's and it, it, it can all boil down to pedantry and it can be so easily resolved by just saying to somebody, if you're engaging in an honest conversation with them, oh, okay, well, what do you mean by that? And then when they say it, believe them and then carry on. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, it. Yeah, funny funny enough, I, I said to him, uh, so basically you saying that, that there isn't a, what's your kind of belief? Are you saying there is a chance or not a chance? And he said, if I see the evidence, then I'm happy for it there to be a God. I said, well, you're, 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 halfway, you're a halfway atheist then. Because we we say if there's no evidence, I'm not going to believe in it yet. So and he's saying there's no evidence, but I believe in it anyway. Is that said, what no, he was saying I can't. Uh, there's no evidence, but I'm not ruling it out 
and I'm still leaning in that favour of it. Uh, but we, I was kind of like, well, mm-hmm. if there's no evidence, you kind of have to rule it out until there is evidence. Um, That's so hard yeah. for some people, yeah, though. Exactly. Yeah, because it's so ingrained in them yeah. for so long. But he's he a really just... nice guy, and I think he's he's on the way, kind of. Kind of thing. And that's why I actually like when you talked earlier about your survey that was talking about nuns. I actually, when it comes to a survey, I'm really glad they're going that direction. I know it's not exactly what I would like, but nuns, at least people can wrap their head around, oh, I don't have a specific belief. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, and as much as we hate label definitions, at least that one is safe. Do you believe in a God? No. Okay. You're not. Yeah. You're not. <laughs> yeah. And, it, but that, and, that, and that's the thing. <laughs> Over here in the UK, it's really loose like that. It's just like, no, not religious. Fair enough. Move on, and there's there's no there's nothing about it. Uh, Paul, um, you spoke about Ken Ham quite a bit. I've noticed you like to have a pop at him quite a lot, I Ken Ham. Do <laughs> um, so uh, you kind of maybe already answered this already? But what is it specifically that you don't like about these sorts of of uh, religious people like Ken Ham and and Kent Hovind? Well, those two. So I want to say. I'm going to be now speaking about those two as individuals and not about their belief systems per se, but those two as individuals, uh, it was, I used to believe their arguments. And so, and now I found out they were lying to me. So that's a whole section of reason to dislike them. Yeah. But the more I've investigated, the more I've come to find out that they are shady people. Yeah. I'm not saying that they're, li- I, I couldn't impugn their motives saying that they are definitely lying when they say the things that they're doing, but they definitely do things that are shady. So uh, Kent Hovind, it's well documented about his sovereign citizen nonsense and the flagrant disregard to safety in his park mm. and the seeming, seeming personal problems of people who leave his compound. Uh, and I will call it a compound. You know, there's just lots of stuff to mine there. Oh, you're going to get but so really, whacked. <laughs> you're getting whacked. How many, we all get whacked. How many, how many, how many times have you been whacked? Right. How many times have you been whacked, Paul? Uh, I think three. Three. Think, yeah, have you, have yeah. you been whacked you, yet, Shannon? No, no, I've not been mm-hmm. whacked, but I have uh, had him personally attempt to convert me. I host, I, oh. I, um, I facilitated a debate between him and a creator named Destiny. Wow. And I had to drink an entire bottle of wine to get through it. But this isn't my turn. This is Paul's turn. That was... <laughs> Well, so I've been I the bigger problem. The bigger problem is Ken Ham yes. because he yeah, actually yeah. has scale. Like so, Ken Tovend is reduced to kind of being laughed at on YouTube. Sure, like he's not impacting. He's impacting the arguments of the younger generation, but not so much. But Ken Ham has a hundred million dollar arc. Yeah, he is swaying the economy of whole counties there in ways that are detrimental to those counties. Um, he. I, I was disinvited to an event that he was at. It was a whole big schmozzle. But one of the things that was happening there was they were handing out will kits to seniors and basically giving them a questionnaire about how religious are your children? How strongly do they adhere to this young earth stuff? And suggesting that if they don't adhere, if they don't get a certain score on the survey, that you should leave your inheritance to Ken, wow. to Answers in Genesis, as opposed to leaving your inheritance to your kids. And these are on people who are, you know, 80 years old, don't understand how the internet works. And he's telling them that they're achieving these great victories. And they point to the the Bill Nye debate, for example, and the millions of views. Um, This is predatory stuff that, um, and I've interviewed, for example, employees who have left and and the abuse that they've suffered. So this for me goes beyond, they have bad ideas. These are people who are 
doing direct harm yeah. beyond just bad ideas. That so is, that that's part of my passion. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I can't quite believe that. That's, that's shocking. Um, the other guy, I don't know his name now, but he was having a go at that reporter. He, he was in his car and he's having a go at the porter. He's quite old. And, it, and they took the mic out of him when he said he was going to get rid of COVID. Copland? Uh, oh. Kenneth Copland? Yeah, that's it. That's him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They did the song, didn't they, of him saying he was going to yeah. get rid of COVID? <laughs> they did. And I'm I'm indirectly responsible for that song. Are you? But that's all right. Oh, <laughs> yes. amazing. He requested that song be made, actually. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, and they, yeah they, they replied to my tweet and said, okay, we'll make it. So since they oh, replied incredible. to my tweet to say they would make it, I'm going to say I'm indirectly. Always claim it. You've got to claim <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well done. Well done. Because that, that made me laugh for a good five minutes. <laughs> that did. It really did. Um, Shannon. You've yeah. appeared quite a lot on the Atheist Experience, haven't you? How have you found that? Uh, good. I like it. It's in, it's enjoyable to... I'm used to long-form conversations, so it, I need... I'm working on an adaptive strategy when it's just, you know, quick calls with people. But yeah. I really enjoy being exposed to the full breadth of people's counter-arguments. It, it, it helps me be a little bit quicker on my feet and analyze my beliefs in real time and figure out better communication strategies like on the fly, like essentially like under fire, like baptism by fire, pressure cooker style. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. And I love working with Matt and everybody else that's there. Like the ACA has such a great crew. When they asked me to be a co-host, I was just... I thought they'd made a huge mistake, but it seems to be going okay. <laughs> I think yeah. I'm pulling it, it out. I, right. I think I think you're good on it. And we had Matt on, didn't we? didn't we, Cats? And uh, Matt was really, really nice guy. Uh, yeah. We had a great chat with him uh, about all things, uh, all things atheism and, and the show and stuff. Um, it, Shannon was born for that format. She's oh amazing. yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. A bit like when I when yeah. I was doing a bit of research and I was looking at a channel, I was like, oh, five hours. No, I'm not going to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you are you do like the long haul, don't you? When you when you yeah, I don't think I've ever done one that was five hours though. I usually keep the ones on my channel to like an hour and a half. Was it? I have my I'm own sure YouTube I saw channel. One, it might not be in your channel, but it was some. It was it was you on there, and it said five five hours forty or something. Oh, that's guaranteed a response video that somebody uh, made to me. Okay. And, 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 yeah, guaranteed that's a response video. Somebody do you get made a lot of response was... videos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I bet, yeah. Do you get as many as I do? No, God, no, 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 thank goodness, no. And I, I don't watch them either, really, for the most part. Every once in a while, I will, like, just, do you ever, I, I suppose you do it quite frequently because you do the back and forth. Every once in a while, I'll search Shannon Q response and just okay. see what's up. But for the most part, it's just people sitting in, like, a, a Zoom meeting, just playing my video and saying yeah it was just stupid and i don't know why people listen to her i'm like i don't know what to do with that oh, <laughs> it's tough, isn't it? there's no counter yeah. to that i know like, i know i'll get low man dan or scam man dan or <laughs> Simon man i get scam. shannon q duck lips shannon q duck lips apparently that's that's, yeah, that's the most creative they've gotten it's yes. actually sad i'm jealous of you they should be better yeah they should my, be uh do you know i even asked i think when i um uh, doing some celebration for some sort of milestone I can't remember and I got all the the debunkers to try and roast me and it was pathetic <laughs> it was the work they were just they were either too scared to roast me or 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 what I don't know what it was but they were it was all it was like yeah well Dan can't run very fast that's like literally that was, was like, what are you doing come on guys you got to roast me it was really, really, really bad. I think the three of us here could could go at you at some point. If you need if you need that to happen, we can make. Oh, that I'll happen. tell you what. We'll, we'll save it to the end. We'll do it. We'll All do right. a roast at the end because I'm I'm desperate for a good roasting. 
Uh, oh, that sound good. <laughs> I did, honestly, I, I messed up. What did I do today? I was playing, I was streaming uh, fo- football today and I said something about he could feed him balls or something like that. And oh, it's just, I, just, <laughs> I just don't know what I was talking about. It's ridiculous. Right, okay, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to do Cat's uh, Curiosity. So this is where he brings us a piece of science news that has interested him over the last week and then we're going to have a chat about it. What have you got, buddy? Yeah, first of all, I've got a little bit of a bone to pick. You know before when you said you know some atheists who are absolute knobs? Yeah, I swear you looked at me a little bit. No, 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 no. You, you okay. can't see where my my you are. No, no, no. <laughs> <I don't. laughs> um, okay, so last week, for those who don't know, uh, I was set a task by Dan to calculate how many golf balls were in the air at any one time on Earth, and uh, I'd like to say that I calculated it exactly to the uh, to, to the exact number. Prove me wrong. So this week, I thought I'd start to look. Um, uh, the science of golf balls. Okay. We just intrigued from last week. Yeah. So we've got some fascinating facts. Are we ready? Okay, go. When when a golf ball is struck, it can be struck uh, on the drive with 4,000 pounds of force. And it can wow. accelerate the golf ball. I know it's a lot, isn't it? It can accelerate it up to 150 miles per hour in less than 0.0005 seconds. Right? Guess how many Gs a golf ball pulls when it's hit like that? It's going to be ridiculous, isn't it? It is. 50. 50,000 Gs what? when it's hit. 50,000 Gs. Not when time. I hit it, mate. Go- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, can, I can hit it on the Wii, but not, uh, not in real world. Yeah. Um, the force that the golf ball is hit uh, is impacted so quickly that the golf ball can be deformed so it, it becomes less than a quarter of its own diameter. In, I've in seen that in slow motion. Squat. Yeah, I've seen that in slow motion. Brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. Slow mo guys. Yeah. And, uh, backspin, professional golfers, when they hit it, they put backspin on a ball. Um, just take a wild guess at the RPM that they put on a, a, a golf ball when it spins backwards. All when right, put back okay. okay. Um, 70 RPM. 70 RPM. Guys, Shannon, uh, Paul, have got any uh, the RPM on a golf ball as it spins? Well, let's go 500. Just, you know, make it... That's why I have it somewhere to go. I feel like I'm on the prices right. Do I go <laughs> one or a thousand? Like, are, is, right. it, is it the highest, the closest without going over? <laughs> 501, 501. That's what I'll do. <laughs> well, okay, if you're saying a thousand, you're, you're going to be the closest, uh, Shannon. It's 10,800. No, yeah. no, yeah. I don't believe that. Faster than a NAS, faster than the RPM of a of a NASCAR is absolutely unbelievable. Um, the dimples on a golf ball, and genuinely, I'm not making this up. I promise. The dimples on a on a golf ball, uh, they allow a golf ball to travel up to twice as far as it would do without the dimples. Okay. Because I'm sure you know, I'm sure you're all familiar with um, sort of like turbulent flow and laminar flow. If you've got a, if you've got a golf ball that doesn't have any dimples on it whatsoever, the flow of the uh, over it is uh, is very very smooth right you get that nice um, nice sort of laminar flow of the air and what that does is that leaves a really huge gap behind the golf ball of low pressure air uh, and that's obviously what that imbalance of um, of pressures is what causes a lot of drag and slows a golf ball down yeah but what the dimples do as the air goes over it is it deliberately creates a turbulent flow which allows the air to hug the golf ball and reduce that wake behind the golf ball so the um the imbalance in in uh, pressure in the front of the back isn't quite as big, and it can make it travel twice as far. So there you go, golf. I always thought golf was a boring game. That but. is very interesting. Well, I've got a question for you, mate. Right? How come 
when I'm <clears> teeing <throat> off, right, on a, on a hole, let's say it's a par four or whatever, and it's about 300 yards, how come my ball finds the water every time? Ah, well, that's a really, that's an excellent <laughs> question, mate. Excellent question. I've no, no idea with that. Um, no, I really wish that I could have come up with a witty response to that. Yeah. That was terrible, wasn't it? Well, I'll I was say, this, you think it's hard again, to roast I'm, you? Like you're <laughs> laying them out. <laughs> uh, this is, this Why aren't uh, we roasting you right honestly, now? Honestly, <laughs> this is a true story once. The water? True story, right? Every time? Not every, not every time, but if there's water on the hole, right? This is a true story that I'm about to tell you right now. I was on the tee right about to tee off and it's in front of a massive lake and once you clear the lake there's fairway as far as you can see so as long as i'm over the lake it's fine i've hit one of the best drives of my life it's like really quite low it's going higher as it as it goes there's one tree at the end of the lake and it's about three centimeters thick and my ball <laughs> hits that tree square in the middle and bounces back in the lake i'm not even joking that's a true story and i i was done that day done I, I, <laughs> Didn't want to carry it. It is a it is such a frustrating game, but if you hit a great shot, it's all worth it. Honestly. Yeah, it's... once every ten years you hit a great shot and you're yeah, still hooked. Yeah, once yeah, about, about once every ten years. But I want to know why Katz was using miles per hour. What exactly was the deal there? That's and oh. just because that's what was given to me on the website that I Googled it from. So <laughs> I want to do a conversion. Also, over over here in England that everything's in miles still. So yeah, we, we still what? use yeah. Yeah, yeah, our road signs are in miles, and like when I run no. and stuff, it's all in miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all in kilometers over here. Yeah, in yeah. Canada. Yeah, we're, we've been in miles ever since miles have been ex in existence. Honestly, yeah. like, <laughs> That's I, so like funny. it's so hard to because uh, obviously kilometers are scientific uh, unit unit, isn't it? All the meters, the scientific unit of length, and even in videos, yeah. when I make videos, I'll I'll defer to miles by accident because I'm just so used to it. It's just. Yeah. Just the thing, like, uh, you, you go on a race, you in a race, and it's like, yep, you've got a 30 kilometer race to run. I'm like, 30 kilometers, right? 30 kilometers, put it in Google. Ah, 18 miles, fine. Yeah, I can do that. So, yeah. Well, you're destroying my vision of you as progressive. I know. I'm so there. sorry. Oh. It's, it's, uh, it's, yeah, but it's England's Paul, fault. what happens if I ask how tall you are in Canada? Yeah. It's, yeah. Five foot six. Yeah. Right? That's what... <laughs> you don't... Same here. Same here. We do feet and inches here as well, so yeah. it's really it's really weird. Um, we I've got a friend who uh, runs and he he does everything in metric, and I don't know how he does it because it's, it's we're so ingrained in our system. Anyway, cats, thanks. thanks for that, buddy. Anyway, thank you so yeah. much. I uh, appreciate that. So I do have uh, I do have an, a new piece of homework for you. Mm -hmm. Are you ready? So I said it was something yeah. on. I said it was. I, I'm, mate, I'm, I'm all ears. I said it was something uh, to do with table tennis, didn't I? So here's your question. How fast, what is the maximum speed that you can hit a regular tennis ball? That's your question. Now, are we talking about a uh, maximum no, sorry, speed that table can, tennis ball. can leave the racket at? Uh, the table tennis, so table tennis bat. So I want the maximum speed that you can get through the air of a, of a table tennis ball. Oh, easy peasy, right, let's right. do it. Of a, of a regular table oh, tennis ball. Okay, that's your homework. So you got a while to do it. I thought it. you were talking about force of the racket, which no, no. you can destroy the ball. That would be fine. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Maximum airspeed of a table tennis ball. Right. Good one. Okay. Right. Let's move on. So uh, Shannon, I, yes. be I believe, I believe I've seen you have a pop at the flat earthers before. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> are, are, are there any other conspiracy theories that you, you've gone after or that you'd like to go after? Oh, 
I don't spend a lot of time on my channel on conspiracy theories, but I had somebody calling the atheist experience to tell me that Atlantis was real. What? People call the atheist. Oh, you didn't see. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I didn't know my history yeah. and Atlantis was real. And there was and it was aliens, actually, that came through Greenland into Atlantis. And that's where we got language from. And then if you go look at Gobekli Tepe, you can see I will never forget that call ever in my life i was like no no you didn't that stop is... it when i first came on youtube like entered this community yeah. i couldn't believe that flat earthers existed really they had to they had to show me i met this guy named Rand campbell and i talked to him never, and never he's him. a flat earther and he blew my mind i was wow. like oh my god he's serious <laughs> he actually means this Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, I, I, it took it takes a while, doesn't it? Because so many people say to me, like, "Oh, they can't, they can't be real. They can't, they can't be serious." I'm like, "Mate, spend an hour looking on YouTube, and I promise you, they'll be real. You'll you'll be, they'll believe it." And you don't realize how on ready you are to even address their arguments because you've never in your life had to explain to an actual human being that the Earth is I round. I know. Like you've never had to figure out how to mathematically or you know physically prove that to another human in real time like you just you you weren't trained <laughs> so i wasn't ready the first time it happened yeah. i wasn't ready he was throwing out mathematical formulas <laughs> about light refraction and i was like i don't even know how to respond to that except for like jaw dropping disbelief that this is really happening to me right now and then i found your channel shortly after that's how i found your channel actually because oh, i was like right, people cool. must talk about this yeah. and then i found your channel <laughs> to, to be honest that guy was probably making that those stuff up on the spot if he was a classic flat earther wouldn't you say cats oh. <laughs> yeah sorry about me sir. yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah. It was intense. Have you seen what? Have you seen what's happened recently with the with the guy Ranty leaving Flat Earth? Have you seen that? No. Yeah. So Kat, I didn't know that he left Flat yeah, Earth. Yeah. So Kat's, he was like intense. Cats has kind of uh, he talked. You talked, Paul. You were saying earlier about the kind of people that hold the hand to to get right. out of religion. Cats yeah. is like that with Flat Earthers. So he he like he holds their hand and he's like, right, come on, we're going back to the globe. And uh, yeah. he had a it, there was a picture that Ranty took of Blackpool Tower here in the UK. Uh, and it was it was taller than the set of mountains behind it, which couldn't be possible. And and he he spent weeks, didn't he, cats, not like trying to figure out how this would work on a flat Earth. And yeah, uh, cats had a stream about two weeks ago, and he came out and said, "Yep, Earth's a globe. I can't deny no it way. anymore." Yeah. So he was and, on your channel like a month ago, wasn't he? Still, he was talking uh, about how he had like maybe about six six weeks, two months ago. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, yeah, because I saw him when he was on there and he was talking about how he kind of walked away from parts of his community. Yep. Holy smokes. Yeah, so he is. Wow, a, a, good they, job. They are not happy, are they, cats? They are. <laughs> I bet you are, though. Yeah, we are. <laughs> are they yeah. wild? We're, we are, but um, yeah, they are. They're in panic mode at the moment. Oh, that's exciting, though. Yeah. That, let them be in panic mode. Yeah. Be pan like may maybe they'll start researching and come to the conclusion that maybe. they're being yeah. ridiculous. Maybe, but it was, it was, it was, really, it was a really good really good moment and about two weeks before that we had a we did i did a video where we catfished a load of them by making up a load of rubbish science and emails and they released the videos on them and stuff like that so uh it wasn't a good couple of weeks for uh for flat Earth. <laughs> I that um, yeah um paul so what about you you focus mainly on the religious stuff don't you have you, have you had any experiences with other conspiracy theories well so the main thing i'm dealing with now and i'm less on my channel though i don't know how much i can keep it off my channel but uh, people in my real life circles um, being oh, okay. COVID deniers and anti-vax, oh, okay. anti-COVID. Yeah. And it's just, um, 
I actually did a poll last night on my channel, on my Twitter, just to see whether I'm there, other people are seeing the correlation. It's so strongly correlated with uh, young earth creation or being an evangelical Christian here in, here in North America, at least. Yeah. The idea that we're not going to get vaccinated and perhaps COVID's not even a thing. Um, and that for me is sort of my new side project. Yeah. Uh, I haven't brought it to my channel yet, but I'm strangely, I have to fight it in real life in my province. We're just, we're, we're the hotspot for North America right now because people are just rejecting the science outright. So that's the biggest conspiracy I'm dealing with right now. Well, good for you. Cause that is one that is, it's, it, that's one that can do real harm, isn't it? That one. I mean, flat earth is, it, it is. And it's strange laugh, because people, but... people literally have it. Like they're testing COVID yeah. positive and they're still like, no, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the, the vaccination program's like uh, in the, in the U S and Canada, but over here we've been incredibly successful. Um, I think, is it 64% of the population now perhaps? Oh vaccinated oh. yeah and yesterday we had two deaths uh oh my so God. it really is really so right it's so i mean there are people like that over here don't get me wrong uh but uh, it seems that most of the population have have got with the program and and uh it's going really well so yeah that's a definite one that is um it, yeah and unfortunately here we're not doing anywhere near as well no. uh first of all the, the u.s has a, a huge glut of the supply Okay. Uh, for for here, which is a problem in Canada, but yeah. also uh, this we're equally having the problem that when we get supply, people don't seem to want it. So see, yeah, we're not we're having that problem here. Like in well, I'm in I'm in a different province though. I'm in Nova Scotia. Yep. I'm all the way on the other side of Canada, okay. and here we're all like, "Where's our vaccine? Let yep. me go! Let me yep. go! Let me go!" Like every time they make an announcement, I'm like, "My age group! My age group! My age group! My age group! Let me go!" We line up like as soon as they put the appointments up, they're gone until yeah. we like if we just keep using it up though. Nice. So, yeah, but yeah, we need uh, more. I've, Send I've, us yours when you're uh, done. We need. <laughs> I don't know if Boris will do that, uh, but yeah, uh, I mean, I. Funny enough, you mentioned that I'm doing. Uh, I've got one coming out. Uh, this it'll be it would have been released by the time the podcast comes out. But one on um, anti-vaxxers about actually what goes into a vaccine. I do touch on the okay. on the mRNA part of uh, of the COVID mm. one because there's still even even regular vaccines, not just the COVID ones. There's still issues with people not believing Huge. believing that. Um, it, so, in terms of the the COVID stuff, then are, are we talking? people that genuinely don't think there's a pandemic is that is that the is that the issue so there's a spectrum but there there is certainly a section that just deny that there's a pandemic going on okay that this is straight up and actually kent hovind has latched onto this one as well but this, this, this is straight up these numbers are being mistaken uh people are taking doctors paperwork afterwards people who are dying of other wow. things and they're changing it to covid like there's that set of people there's a set of people who uh feel like the vaccine uh is either going to be mind control has a chip in it uh the other weird variant that's coming up in the evangelical community lately is that there's aborted fetuses in it oh, like literally in it yeah <laughs> so you know when you're being fed that of course then you're thinking well then i'm supporting abortion if i have yeah. to take the, the vaccine yeah, yeah. so there's a whole evangelical potpourri of reasons not to take it um the tracking yeah, thing yeah. blows my mind like literally Hi. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Tracking I, 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 I'm <laughs> we not, carry these everywhere we go. I'm not joking. Someone emailed me a diagram of a chip that goes into the vaccine. 
Stop it. Yeah, someone said, look, this is the chip that apparently is going in the vaccine. It was like a diagram. So he found the diagram of the super secret conspiracy chip somehow. I was like, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, like, but I I have a personal friend who was recording today. Just today, they they had a, someone had a quarter taped to their arm and they're like, look, this is where I got the vaccine and now I'm magnetic. I'm like, no, you're you're, you're not. (laughs) Honestly. Stop. How did I... (laughs) I don't, I don't and, know and, and unfortunately, this is the community I came from, so yeah. it's kind of close to home. Yeah, I bet. I'm uh, sorry I'm laughing, but it, that one's intense. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's funny you said that about how um, it's linked to the evangelical thing. So when we, when we, Katz and I had quite an in-depth discussion about it in, in terms of the flat earth, we, we tend to find that the US flat earthers especially are normally religious. Um, do you think that that, being religious is uh, makes it easier for people to get on board with these sorts of conspiracies Mm, depends on the type of religious i think okay i really think it depends on the type of religious because i was um i was never a young earth creationist for example i was an anglican okay and so i i never had a problem with evolution like i never had that type of indoctrination like i had other issues coming out of the faith but not the same as somebody who's in like a really strictly evangelical sure. environment yeah mc tune's like um, that as well i think he's sorry he's, mc tune is like that as well i believe yeah like he, but so i feel as though if you're in a really strictly evangelical environment where there's a great degree of information control that you're being subjected to where you're constantly being emotionally or mentally berated in order to adopt these counterintuitive and counterfactual belief systems you start to be susceptible to that sort of thing to to persuasion and influence in a way that other people who have a better system of logical analysis and, and, and rational assessment approaching decisions um, probably would. And you're also potentially more likely to be swept up by other things in a community okay. that you're a part of. Yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. 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 It's an epistemological problem, right? When you, when you're trained that all, all knowledge comes from a book and, or the person who has authority over you. Exactly. Yeah. Then, yeah. then you, then you don't learn the skills to figure out why other things are bad or, yeah. or like, so, you know, one being trained to have one false belief kind of leaves you susceptible to others, unfortunately. So, yeah. Especially the community aspect of it. Like if you have a preacher, like if you have a Greg Locke type moron, oh, that Locke, is, yeah. is, is essentially espousing to being the one who's protecting you is formulating a community around you and you're surrounded by other people who are insisting that you trust him and kind of trust the system and distrust other external um, others who, who aren't a part of your in-group. It, it just becomes really, really easy to just default into, well, yeah, obviously we're the right ones and other people are the wrong ones and yeah. they're attempting to deceive us. Like people are against us and we need to protect ourselves. Yeah. And flat earthers are very much like that as well with their community. Um, yeah. and Ra- like Ranty was saying the other week when he came on the podcast, uh, it's absolutely toxic. And he said, do you know, there were so many comments, cats from people saying how relaxed and happy he sounded uh, since he'd got out. I had, yeah, I had the same like idea. I was even, even to the point where they're saying how much healthier he's looking, you know, in okay. super amount of time, just looking yeah. less stressed and looking happier. And and, uh, and I know he is. I know he is from speaking to him. He's um, he's just like a different guy. Yeah. And I assume you guys had the same sort of thing when you when you guys were like kind of became atheists. Well, not, not initially. Im- 
Yeah, not, listening. not immediately because the first thing that happens is you lose the community that you've always had. It's a bit right? of a backlash. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if, if you said, would I do it again? Absolutely. Because, yes, in the long run, believing true things is better yeah. <laughs> and going to lead to a healthier life than believing false things. But no, losing community is is awful. Yeah. yeah. And there's so many other things that are wrapped up into it aside from just the actual belief in the actual deity or the book or whatever. There's so much latent behavioral affect that you don't even realize you have because it just becomes the norm of existing within a community that when you start to deconvert, you start to see the effects of or scrutinize more like all of that stuff that latent Christianity starts to kind of impact you and unravel you and you start to question how you approach things more as a result so i think now i feel a million pounds lighter but i've had to walk several miles through with like with with a backpack on like carrying pretty heavy weight to get to that point like you don't deconvert and immediately go oh Okay. I'm really smart now and I have this community and I know how to assess things. Yeah. And I un- and now I understand all the things I didn't before you deconvert and you go, well shit, now I gotta figure out how you how do I even know things? Yeah. Like I gotta start there, right? Yeah. And that's why it's so important that there's guys like you out there, because obviously you're you're probably a, a first step or a first port of call for these people, aren't you, who who've like you say, deconverted. And it's really interesting to talk to you both because I, I haven't got this point of view. I don't know what it's like to come from that position to the position you're in. So it's really interesting to hear that. Um, right, what we're going to do, uh, so we were going to play the scientist game, but because this is the last one in this stretch, we'll start the scientist game fresh next time and we'll do the roast. We'll, we'll, we'll see how good guy, you guys can roast me. Now, it, funny enough, you're talking about uh, uh, Canada. Like, I've recently been, I've been getting into this game called GeoGuessr. And I was trying to get a perfect score on Canada. And this is one of the things that I fluffed up. I was like, right, I need to find a lake in Canada. <laughs> and someone pointed out there's like 40,000 lakes or something in Canada. There's, there's several <laughs> great lakes, like right yeah. in the middle. So I was like, yeah. right, let's look for a lake in Canada. And then I zoomed in, I was like, oh. <laughs> okay, so let's go. Let's leave, let's leave cats till last, because I'm sure you'll come up with something good. Right, Paul, what have you got? Come on. Oh, come on. what have I got? Roast me as good as you can. Well, first of all, you're you know you're wearing uh, you're wearing headphones from from 2002. Nice. From you know, Doctor Doctor Dr. Dre would like those back, please. Okay. okay. Good, <laughs> good. 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 <laughs> you've uh, you've you've put rather than actually using green screen or using you actually just have you have a scenery on your on your wall. I, I have, yeah. It's bloody do, pain in the ass to put it up as well. There's a green screen behind <laughs> it. I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> put the scenery in front you of literally, the green screen. <laughs> yeah, you, you could have had, you know, again, welcome to welcome to Zoom COVID style. You could have had any background you wanted if you just put a green screen there. But yeah. no. Yeah, you, that's you bad tech, painting. isn't it? Bad and uh, and your hair is stupid. I don't know. I don't know where to go with that. I don't know. You, so many. This people. is a whole mess. There's a reason I'm a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, I've got a, um, I've got a troll, a particular email troll called Frank Alva, who he emails me every week. He's from New York, uh, and he he says things like, "You, you, your, your thumbnail. You stand there in your silly peacock hairstyle, and it's like the same thing every single time." It's like, right, okay. But yeah, good one. Good one, Paul. Oh, wait, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, no, so I'll, I'll go with triangle head. That's what I'll yes. try and Yes, okay, go with. good there one. You go. Like there it. You go. Come on then, Shannon, what you got? 
Well, I'm just impressed that I've never met a flat earth debunker before who can't find a lake that you can literally <laughs> see from space. <laughs> That's impressive to yep. me. Yep. Uh, it's bad, wasn't it? <laughs> I'm too, I, I, maybe I'm too nice for this, but I'm still distracted by the fact that you made all of those balls in the water joke and no one else picked up on it before now. Like, and you balls, and you were talking about people feeding balls and football before yeah, yeah. i really feel like you might need to assess some of your freudians yeah that's not good is it um someone was saying today oh uh, no i was saying today you could probably make a clips channel out of it all because when i'm not when i'm not speaking my script and i'm just ad-libbing like here or mm-hmm. when i'm streaming or whatever or playing geogesa i'll just let my mind run and i'll talk and then silly things come out <laughs> Uh, quite a lot. That's my whole life. All yeah. I do is stream. Yeah. So I'm, I'm you're, like well, a... you're obviously a pro. <laughs> mm. Okay. That's debatable. Here it goes. Here it goes. Cats, what you got? Come on. I'm ready. Oh, mate, I haven't got much at all. Uh, <laughs> put me on the spot. Look at that. What can I say? What can I say? Like, um, God, we're gonna, what we'll do is we'll edit this, right? And we'll okay. make it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was something absolutely amazing. Okay. Um, right. No, you, uh, you smell of poo. Uh, you, you smell of poo. Have you been talking to my six-year-old? That's what he says. Hey, I, mean, I, work, I work in a school around kids. I pick yeah. up this kind of stuff all the time. Yeah, like, good one. That's a top you, insult, that. You think you know, we came from a rock. There's that. Yes. Ah, yeah, we absolutely <laughs> came from a rock. Yeah, it's right. So, and there. there. Oh, man. Yes. Well, I've got to say, that is a pretty bad show, isn't it? You know, you know, you lot were giving it all that. How, how bad the yeah, posters were. Was, uh, I wasn't yeah, ready. Yeah, and we weren't and given preparation time. I, I really feel like this is unfair. Yeah. I was ready to try to figure out the conspiracy. I've been like, I've been training. I feel also, like I was trained. Yeah, we, the Canadians, we have a problem that you know someone can run straight into us into the street, and we will immediately apologize. Yeah, That's we're sort sorry. Of <laughs> we're really sorry. About we're a bit like that. We're a bit like that as well. I'll say sorry to someone if I. Bother. We need some yanks in here to. Yeah, yeah. Really get up my wee, man. Proper decks. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure. Great chat. As I said, I could I could honestly talk about this sort of stuff uh, all night. I really could. Um, so you guys are on Twitter, aren't you? So it's at Paulagia. Right. At Paulagia Zero. At Paulagia Zero. Shannon, you are at. I'm at Shan underscore Q zero. Q zero. Right. Okay. We'll put all this. We'll put all this in the description anyway. But um, uh, and your YouTube channels as well. Um, again, thank you so much for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, cats. Anything good coming up? Um, I've got a review of how the flat Earth have um, ah, reacted yes. to Ranty leaving, and Ranty's actually also stepping up to debate one of the Globebusters on Agree to Disagree this Saturday. Is he? What Globebuster is he debating? Um, I'm not actually sure at the minute, but they are promised to send someone. So they promised to send. So not Bob, not Jaron, and not <laughs> and not uh, taboo conspiracy. So just some random fine. Just just some random guy. Yeah. There. Okay. Yeah. I've I actually Bob's coming up in Friday uh, next Friday's video. Uh, you guys know Bob Nadell? Yeah, he's the drift guy. The drift the, guy. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so <laughs> yeah. I sent him an email as a, like, a under the pseudonym of Hoagie Tablers, which if you think if you rearrange it it spells earth's a globe um <laughs> but he he'd he'd already he already knew that this was i was that was me because of uh how i got taboo conspiracy but he did reply to it uh he was being quite serious but anyway when i constructed the email 
the first letter of each line, if you if you look downwards, spells thanks, Bob. Uh, and, he, <laughs> and he didn't pick it up. So uh, that's going to be out on Friday. So that should be quite good fun. Anyway, thank you so much, guys, again. Really appreciate it. So as I said... Thanks, it's great. No, oh, pleasure, honestly. Uh, we've got a five or six week break, I think, and then we're going to come back properly uh, and we'll have a whole new bunch of new guests. Uh, we've got, Like I said, we've got a brand new game, The Scientist Game, and we'll go live on the first... Uh, show we'll record it live um so it should be good anyway we're done have yourselves a great few weeks and we'll see you soon bye bye <laughs> <laughs>